Can we leave the gays alone? They're not all rapists. Yes, some gays are rapists, but we should leave the normal ones alone. I can't believe, or at least I'm just surprised that I live in a country where butt-fucking is illegal and can land you in jail. I'm not even joking. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the punishments is they cane you. Seriously. I live in that kind of country, guys. They still fucking cane people here. Sometimes I just think, what if that mother, that gay fuck is also like a BDSM? <laughs> Isn't that the most... <laughs> like literally jailing someone it, that's the most demeaning shit you can go through right like what if and then like lots of gay sex happens in jail right so maybe jail is not that bad for gay people <laughs> it's, I mean uh, they can be all pretty pretty because, uh, <laughs> the stereotype is these uh, these prisoner fucks, they like the pretty looking boys, you know? I mean, it's not gay, it's not gay to, fuck in, to fuck guys in if you're in prison for some reason. How does that work, right? So yeah, gay guys must just have a great time going to jail. Yeah, sure, a lot of them have been rounded up in this country being forced to send to prison, but I wonder if they're having a good time. It's just a question. I'm not saying... Uh, prisons are definitely good for gay people i'm just asking the question do gay people enjoy going to jail more than the average person is that a terrible question to ask <laughs> is that an offensive question hey 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 i started off this shit by saying can we leave the gay people alone they just want to get butt fucked can they just get butt fucked in peace please and can they fuck each other other butts in peace as long as it's all consensual what's the matter here Oh, if we normalize gayness, then my son might see that and he might be gay. No, your son is just gay. <laughs> He's not going to see butt fucking and be like, oh, oh shit. That's awesome. I want to try that. <laughs> you, I, when you look at that, you're either like, oh, fuck. Or you're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm one of those people that's open to the idea that it's not something you're necessarily born with. I think some people are definitely born gay, but I also think that you can be influenced. So maybe in that sense, maybe these religious fucks are coming from some place where they want to prevent gayism because they think it's some sort of disease. But I just wish we had more compassion and just let them be free. You know what I'm saying? I, anyway, I'm just surprised that in this country... Grinder is allowed to run and operate normally like any friggin' app. I was shook when I found out like my gay friend from a while back. Uh, he's moved on, by the way. He went to Taiwan where gay marriage is allowed. Man, I'm, I, I bet he's having the best time over there. Just being an LGBT fuck. That being said, it's not so bad over here, you know? I mean, as long as you never get caught, you can have all the butt sex you want. It's not like police are going around actively tracking gay people and making sure they're not having gay sex and throwing them off tall buildings. That's not how it works. It's only if like someone complains about you 
and then they report you and there's you need at least four witnesses to see you fucking the other guy in the butt in the anus specifically four witnesses to prove that you did it and then and only then can you go to jail i think that's how it works anyway i'm just as much as you know in the black and white of our laws we do have these things that say doing all these gay activities is illegal they're not really enforced per se they're not as inf- they're not enforced as bad as it could be i mean they're not going around investigating people i think that if they really wanted to catch gay people i think the religious officer should just like make an account on grinder just pretend to be gay you know <laughs> hi i am mohammed hilmi and i hate arrogance and i love cock <laughs> There you go, religious officers. That's the bio. Fuck, I'm helping these religious officers catch gay people. What the fuck am I doing? Harris, pick a side. I pick the side of freedom. But I also pick the side of comedy, which means like freedom for me to make fun of all this shit while supporting a cause. It's kind of like it's kind of like how I always like shit on on the on feminists, but I tend to support the things they fight for, I just find them a hilarious group of people. You know what I mean? Goddamn Grindr. I like the way my friend described it, it's such a horny app. Grinder is like you know, straight guys, the way Grinder works is like how you wish Tinder, normal heterosexual cis Tinder would work. The, literally, maybe this is a bit of a stereotype. Maybe my friend is a bit of a slut, but he was just telling me that he could get gay sex so quickly if he wanted. You know, people, the people like, you want to hook up? And they're like, yeah, sure, meet me here. And then they just get in there and butt fuck each other. Oh my God. They make it sound so easy. Like fucking... Oh, <laughs> like fucking ordering from Grab Food. Uh, you American fucks, that's like DoorDash. For you British fucks, it's like Uber Eats. I don't know. what What's that kangaroo thing you you guys order food from. I forgot what it's called. But yeah, they make it sound so fucking easy to get sex over here. And I'm sure gay guys are just as horny as normal guys. Yeah, cis guys. I meant to say cis guys. So cis guys, you know, if you want easy sex, maybe consider changing your sexual orientation. (laughs) Because it sounds like it's much, much easier to get laid as a gay guy over here. Let's start the podcast. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. How you doing? You beautiful fuck. Welcome to number 117, coming to you on Friday, 19th March, 2021. Wishing you a wonderful day ahead. I'm going to serve you today with 12-inch... I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) With 30 minutes of wholesome crude comedy i hope you're fucking ready no foreplay bullshit we're gonna jump right into it by the way what did you guys think of the song in the beginning was it entertaining did it make you chuckle i do appreciate feedback when it comes to my comedy feel free to talk to me you know how to do it today i had beef for lunch by today i mean wednesday the day before coming out tomorrow i had beef for lunch and when i was eating that delicious fucking meat i thought poor cow 
you taste delicious. Don't get me wrong, Mr. Cow or Mrs. Cow. I, I was probably a female, right? We don't really eat the bulls because we use them as fuck tools to fuck all these cows. Isn't that how it works? I wonder what they do with the male cows because they don't want all the male. Do we eat male cows? Do we eat bulls or do we only eat the females? Why do I think we only eat the females? Do females taste better? Hmm. Anyway, I was thinking poor cows. Why is it that we kill so many cows? I started to think. People, why do we do that? What the fuck did cows ever do to us? Except taste fucking delicious, fine. But what, I mean, what did they do to us personally? That we coop them up, we force them to have sex with each other, and then we eat their babies. <laughs> That's some dark masochistic shit, guys. Think about it. Fuck. It's like... Is forcing other people to fuck raping? I don't know. <laughs> we're, sexu- we're basically sexually assaulting them, right? Fuck! You two fuck right now. Fuck! But we don't want more. I'm not in the fuck! Fuck right now or I'll prod you with this electric. Okay, okay. More, 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 more. Then a few months later. Oh, my baby's so cute. Huh? Where, wait, wait, where are you taking? No, where are you taking it? No, no, no. Then we eat that shit fucking raw. Rest steak. That's right, bitch. Now give me your tits. I'm going to take some milk out. <laughs> you see? No. I mean, <laughs> it's fucking dark and masochistic is what I'm trying to say. It's terrible. It sounds terrible. The thing is, you know, as the human species, we have this wonderful privilege of being able to do that to any species we want. And it's fine. It's totally fine to do it. However, if we do that to human beings, you know, if we force two human beings to have sex, and then when the baby comes out, we eat the baby, then suddenly we go to jail. Is that fair? The obvious answer is, yes, that's fair. (laughs) We are the overlords of the world. But why? Because we said so. Okay, fine. Here's the thing. Do you think I sound crazy for suggesting that maybe it's unfair? Do you think I sound crazy? Well, that's exactly how vegans think. You know, you know, vegans, the people who don't eat any animal products, no milk, no eggs, no cheese. And here's the thing. To some extent, I think these vegans actually have a point. I believe it. That was why I was vegan for so long. And that's why I con- I'm constantly struggling with the idea of eating meat. Here's the thing. Like, why, why do I think they have a point? Why do we deserve to be on the top of the totem pole in terms of who gets to live and who gets to die? Is it weird to call a cow who... <laughs> It's a tricky one, right? It's like not fair. Just because we're the smartest doesn't mean we get to dominate. It just it doesn't seem fair because they suffer. It's very hard to industrially murder animals in a way that's efficient and reduces their suffering. I mean, you've seen the horrible YouTube videos online, right? Of the fucking cows and pigs and chickens being tortured. 
happens all over the world. We don't give a shit about this. What's the point of causing all this suffering? Is it ethical is what I've been, is what I'm trying to ask. So that's why it's a tricky one. I don't have all the answers. I only know how to ask the questions. We've been a hunting species for hundreds of thousands of years. So maybe there's an argument there. You know, we, this is who we are. It's our nature. Maybe I can accept that. Maybe. But then come the bald Chinese people. Oh, I love it. And, and the, the Indian people too. Who, these bald Chinese people, these monks, they go to the mountains and they only eat grass. They meditate all day. And from there, the white man with dreadlocks saw the monk became inspired and started veganism. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what happened. I don't, I don't, I don't know how veganism, vegan, veganism actually started. I'm just guessing. And to be fair, that's not 100% accurate either because these monks, they drink yak milk. <laughs> I wonder if they suck it straight from the tit or do they just do they start by putting it on the tin? You know these monks, they're not allowed... A lot of them don't pee-pee touch or anything, right? So if they ever do drink it from the tit, I wonder if they're like, oh, is this what a woman's <laughs> kind of feels like? Oh, it feels so good in my mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Harith, what the fuck is in your head? I don't know why. Oh, man, you know the harder you try not to think about something, the more you think about it. In my head right now, I keep telling myself, don't imagine a monk sucking on a yak's tit. But that's all I'm imagining right now. And I can't fucking stop myself. Uh, it's, it's, it's so interesting. It's a philosopher from Alan. Uh, his name was Alan Watts. He was talking about the backward law. It's so interesting. He was saying, as a human species, right? There's, the general rule is the harder you try something, the more, the less you succeed in doing it. It's like... Try this experiment with me, guys. Tell yourself not to think about a purple elephant. And then all you think about is a purple elephant. You know what I'm saying? That is such an innocent example. But right now, for some reason in my head, it's just a monk uh, sucking a yak's boobanis. I don't... <laughs> you know, here's the other thing. Uh, another thing I think the vegans have a point about when it comes to meat... According to them, we don't actually like the taste of meat. And that to me was very thought-provoking. I was like, hold on, is that true? We don't like the taste of meat? I'm listening, try and convince me, Mr. Vegan. And then the YouTube guy, who looked fucking skinny, by the way. He looked like he needed a hamburger. <laughs> Why is it that it's so rare that these vegans look good? I think once you've like done it for a couple of years, it's really hard to get all your vitamins in order, right? And then you just look malnourished after a while. That, that That's what I think anyway. There are some vegans though who do it really well and they look fucking amazing, especially the chicks. These vegan women are fucking stunning, guys. I love it when women are vegans. Just when the men are vegans, they just look like scrawny pussies for some reason. I don't know why, but when women go vegan, their skin looks amazing. Their eyes really pop. They look like... Just no eye bags, healthy hair. I'm like, God damn. Anyway, any fucking way. Where was I? Yeah, anyway, uh, the taste of meat. They were saying, we don't actually like the taste of meat. What we like is the taste of plants. And, I, and they were saying, like, think about that. When we eat the meat, we rarely just eat the meat the way it is. We season it with plants. You know, when you think about 
like deep fried chicken, for example, what makes it taste so good? It's not just the act of simply frying the chicken in oil, right? First of all, uh, there's a good chance it's vegetable oil. And then what's the best thing about fried chicken? The skin that's kind of coated in some kind of breading or some flour, right? Which both comes from plants. And then the herbs and spices that give it flavor comes from plants. So anything that we, like a sauce that we make with meat, the sauce tends to be derived from plants. What makes it taste so good? Like it's these plants apparently. Think about that. So the texture itself, the texture itself might be the meat, but the taste is the plants. And that is very thought-provoking. I was like, whoa, that blew me fucking away. Made me go, go vegan for six months. Like, oh, actually, oh, we don't like uh, meat. We like plants. But then uh, after a while, I'm like, fuck, I miss meat. No, I like meat. <laughs> There's nothing deep-fried vegan that can come close to Kentucky Fried Chicken, okay? Any, but I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe I was just too lazy to find it. And then there are these these fucks, these people who eat fucking raw steak, rare steak. So have you heard of blue steaks? It's basically like they put it on the pan for one second and serve it to you. It's just seared on the outside. It's basically raw beef. Holy fuck, there are people that do that. But to support the vegan argument, I would just say that actually... That is a very specific and acquired taste. I think it's safe to say most people love fried chicken, but I don't think it's safe to say that most people like a raw steak, you know? So if you try to say, but lots of people eat raw steak, therefore we like the taste of beef. If you say that, then what I would say is, um, hold on, hold on one second. Oh, there we go. There had, had a little burpee out. So, yeah, the taste of raw raw fucking beef is super acquired and very niche. I think the people who do that, it's like people like who like durian like me, you know? When, when you first eat it, you're like, fuck, what is that? What is that smell? Why, why is it so mushy in my mouth? This is disgusting. But after a while, you learn to like it. It's like alcohol. The more you drink, the more you like. It's like cigarettes. The more you smoke, the more you like. But at first... It's probably, and coffee, by the way. At first, it's probably not going to be a pleasant experience. So you acquire it. And, you know, the average person just doesn't like the taste of a fresh cow. If these fucks like fresh beef so much, they should fucking go find a live cow and just bite it on the neck, you know? <laughs> 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 just bite it in the fucking neck vampire style it doesn't get any fresher than vampire style <laughs> uh, there we, oh man that, that's another picture for the for the mind yeah <laughs> my aim for today's episode guys I was gonna try as hard as possible not to talk about feminists commu feminists without mentioning them you know but I think I failed already right I've just been listening to my previous episodes and I just came to this self-conclusion that I talk about them way too much. They're not as big as a problem as I think they are anymore, especially not in this part of the world. You white fucks, though, I'm sorry. You guys are fucked. Good luck dealing with that shit situation. But over here, I was trying really hard not to talk about it and maybe I'll try next episode because I'm actually talking about them right now. Wish me luck, you beautiful fucks. 
Before I continue with the podcast, hey guys, if you've enjoyed the podcast so far, thanks for hanging out. I would appreciate your help in helping me grow, please. I want to shoot up the Spotify charts. The best way you can help me is to recommend this podcast to a friend. Just tell the friend about the crazy shit you've heard on this podcast and tell that person he's insane, but I love it. An even better thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode right here, post it up on your story. You can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore on Instagram. I would super appreciate your help. You beautiful fuck. Furthermore, my inboxes are super dry. I want to talk to you, motherfuckers. Why don't you write to me at my email at the comedy uh, at comedypodcastofficial at gmail.com or fuck it, don't email me. Just DM my Instagram, thecomedypodcast underscore. If you have any questions about PP touching, romance, dating, I'd be happy to help you. If you found a funny article you want me to like discuss on the podcast, feel free to write in. I'm looking forward to talking to you, you beautiful fuck. Back to the podcast do you remember the shuffling phase guys back in i don't know what was it or late 2000s fuck me that was a cringe fest uh that was so cringy i think we all have a sort of a reminiscent phase you know and then a cringe phase right after that one period of time where we think back and oh those were the good days and then one period of time where we think back and go like oh fuck that was a terrible time (laughs) like i think for for people in my generation, the 90s and the early 2000s were nostalgic. That was when we had, I don't know, decent, normal music that was not weird like the 80s. You know what I mean? We had decent TV shows. The internet started coming up. But just before that, everyone was crazy about cartoons. So yeah, just nostalgic. And then everything after 2009 was a cringe fest until 2015. That was the time of the shuffle, EDM music. Do you remember the EDM music? That time was so interesting. So the way it works is you have an internationally renowned DJ that that lays a really awesome beat, you know, like... And then like a really good singer like Sia. And then in the interlude, I, I don't know if you call it an interlude, but like in the middle, you have a rapper that goes... You know, the rappers normally like, yeah, I fuck bitches and I shoot them in the head. But then in this song, he's like, yeah, I like butterflies. I want to work with you, girl, work hard. And so we both can fly. Like... <laughs> They start rapping from murdering their enemies to falling in love. It's very... (laughs) I'm thinking about that song with Machine Gun Kelly. One second, guys. I'm going to have a sip of water. Ah, I love me some water. Thank you for your patience. Are you mad that I drink water on my podcast? Huh? You think I should be able to... I'll be allowed to drink water. What are you, Hitler? Fuck you. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I don't know where that came from. Health problems with coffee. That's the next and final topic. So I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast today and he was just telling me about his process when it comes to writing comedy. He would just pick a topic and write and write and write write nonsense, just keep writing. And then normally what happens is something comes up, like some comedy tends to, something funny tends to appear if you just write about one topic incessantly. And I tried that today. 
he used the example of coffee. He said, yeah, whatever it is, I could write about coffee and then it becomes a bit in a stand-up comedy thing. And I'm like, okay, let me try this shit with coffee. So I wrote a bunch of shit about coffee and I just want to summarize it for you now. There are people in my life who are obsessed with coffee. Do you have a person like this in your life? Probably runs a cafe. Even before they opened the cafe, they were obsessed with coffee for years. They love the machines. They had a machine with them. So you can try the coffee, but it always tastes like shit anyway. Or even even if it didn't taste like shit, you couldn't tell the difference between that shit and the shit you get from cafe and Starbucks. It's like, In fact, as much as people say Starbucks sucks, you think the Starbucks coffee is better than that coffee that they made with the shit machine anyway. So... <laughs> These fucks, you know, these people who are crazy about coffee, they know each type of coffee, where it fucking comes from, which part of the world. You have an amazing tongue and senses of smell that can detect over 200 nuances in coffee taste. You know, these fucks who can, <laughs> they taste the coffee, they can be like, oh, yeah, I detect some uh, bitterness, some sweetness. They even know which animals shat on the coffee plant. Like, mm, mm, I think a ferret passed by this coffee <laughs> and shat on it. And then... <laughs> They read up about coffee constantly. They know about growing it, how to roast it, all that. There's so much, you know, all this fucking PhD level knowledge about this crop and this industry. But, and also they drink a fuck ton of coffee. Of course, they're smart people. They drink a lot of it. They know a lot about it. These smart people though, they're drug addicts. They really are. Hear me out. And they're pushing a product that is terrible for your health. You get tons of articles about, oh, the 10 surprising health benefits of coffee. But here's the thing. Any idiot can write an article for health4u.com. Those, those articles are not necessarily written by nutritional experts. You know what I mean? Any idiot can do it. I, even me, this brown fuck over here, I used to write articles about complicated family law for a law firm that I interned with. Not even done with law school and I'm writing these complicated essays giving out legal advice. And they were just like, the, the people working there who gave me this assignment, they were just like, here, give advice to people about complicated pr adoption procedures. Here, write this article about how to legally avoid child support obligations. Holy shit. You want an idiot to write this? All right. Basically, all right. So yeah, these health websites, they run similarly. I've read up on coffee. That's right. I did some research for this episode and I found out a couple of things about coffee, guys. Yeah. Why coffee is bad for you. Reason number five will shock you. <laughs> Sounds like a BuzzFeed article headline, right? See, any idiot can write those articles. I just came up with that from my head. So here it is. Why is coffee bad for you? First of all, can I just say, that for a drug, okay, for a drug, coffee is a pretty shit drug. When I, want, when I take a drug, I want to go crazy. I want to lose my mind. I want to I be so high that my legs don't work. I want to see demons. I want to see demons raping cows. <laughs> and then eating the children. Either I want the drug to make me go crazy or feel good. 
Either that or I want the drug to make my dick really hard. Any other kind of drug sucks. Oh, and the ones that save your life. Yeah, yeah. Those aside, those are, I'm, I'm talking recreational drug here, okay? Coffee is a recreational drug and I think it sucks, okay? With coffee, what you get is, this is all you get from this drug. You don't want to sleep. What kind of a shit high is that? I don't want to sleep. Why? Why do we do that? Sleep is awesome. I love to sleep. Why would I take a drug that makes me not want to do something I love? Does that make sense? Am I sounding crazy? No, I'm not, right? Imagine taking a drug that makes you doesn't want to fuck. <laughs> Why would anyone take that? Unless, of course, like you're a sex fiend. <laughs> then, yeah, we should give rapists that. Oh, we should give the drug to the fem. Oh, I almost said that word. Such a drug, I imagine, would be the answer to rape culture, wouldn't it? Hmm. I think those drugs exist, but they're called sterilization drugs, isn't it? The problem with those drugs is it's fucking permanent. So <laughs> I wonder, you know, if after I have some kids, would, steril would sterilization be a good idea for me? I heard testosterone is uh, cancer-causing, or is that just for women? I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, furthermore about this coffee thing, the, <laughs> the taste of raw coffee is terrible. And by that, I mean that either the espresso shots or the Americanos. Yeah, adding milk and all that helps. But like, just I'm talking about the coffee on its own, you know. I get that people can acquire that taste. But let's be objective about it. It tastes the same. Coffee tastes just like if you took some pebbles and dirt and mud from the ground. Just pick it up from the ground. Any random ground. You put it in a cup. You pour water in it. And then you stir it with ice water. Okay? That's what it tastes like. <laughs> That's coffee. The ice doesn't make it taste better, you fucks. Putting ice in a drink doesn't make it a beverage. That's what I think. And I feel a similar way about whiskey. Terrible taste. Which again can be acquired. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, people mix in a ton of shit with coffee. To make it more palatable, right? Like milk or some jizz foam from the machine or something like that. I don't know. They make it look so complicated. Look at me. I train as a barista. This is such a difficult skill. Oh. <laughs> Boom, clap. Uh, uh, uh. Here, pour, pour the fucking leaf. Here you go, bitch. Instagram that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they mix, they mix a bunch of shit with it just so you can drink it. Some use vanilla and sweeteners, which to be fair can make the drink, the drink quite delicious. But you can still taste a little bit of the dirt underneath. You know what I mean? The dirt taste never 100% goes away. There's a subtle bitterness left in there. And the only way to get rid of like 100% of the dirt taste is to chuck so many sweeteners and milks and flavors and essences and <laughs> in it. Until you become like a diabetic risk. And diabetes is terrible, guys. Oh my God, some people chop off their legs and hands. Why would you want that? Then once, once you're a diabetic, you can't even enjoy shit in moderation anymore. That's a life disease. And for what? All that just so you don't want to sleep? Is it fucking working? Is it fucking worth it? All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> I hope that puts you in a good mood. I wish you the a wonderful rest of the day. That's all the time I have for today's episode. I'll speak to you tomorrow, you beautiful fucks.